Oh, okay. So joining us from the set of a two live crew video in 1987, <laughs> uh, Benjamin Lawrence, Sebastian Page, uh, and Uncle Lou. <laughs> We've got a lot to get to tonight. Welcome to the 86th episode of the Belligerent Beeves podcast. Uh, an episode that needs to be expedited and done quickly so that JP can go play pickleball <laughs> with other bougie private school kindergarten dads. <laughs> is this is this a regular occurrence? You you playing pickleball <laughs> with other bougie dads, or is this the first time? No, what's really funny was um, this was like back in October. I did it for the first time, and this is when we were recording on Sundays. They play every Monday, and so I went and I was like. Like, yeah, I'm down. I'll start coming every Monday. And then, like, the next day, we were like, hey, can we start recording on Monday? <laughs> so I kept being like, hey, someday, like, after football's over, I'll probably start to come back and play again. So last week, we were like, hey, let's move back to uh, doing it on Sundays. So I told them, I'm like, next week, I'm definitely coming back. I'm there for the first time in four months. And then I had to ask to record yes. on Monday. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm also forgot that it was my birthday and so i was like maybe i don't want to record my birthday <laughs> yeah happy belated birthday jp thanks happy birthday thank you fresh 36 yeah um, it's a great a, year that is a great year Join, yeah. joining benny who turned 36 36 years ago mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what did you end up doing for your birthday jp Oh, I did nothing. It was amazing. Oh, amazing. That's perfect. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did you, you didn't even play GoldenEye. Oh, I played GoldenEye. Uh, I played a lot of GoldenEye. <laughs> I uh, I play. I went to TC O'Leary. Shout out TC O'Leary's, and uh, oh, I had yeah. a Guinness and some whiskey, some Irish whiskey, and they had a, a band playing to kick off St. Patrick's Month. <laughs> uh, so. A nice Irish band playing at the pub was great. And then I went and got some Mexican food, and you can't go wrong there. Not at T.C. O'Leary's. No, not at T.C. O'Leary's. El, 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 El Sombrero. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts to El Sombrero. Nice. That sounds like a good birthday. Yeah. You look great. Thanks. You, uh, yeah, 36. Looks good on you. I hope so. And, yeah. And, and yeah, you look ready. And I, um, I, I assume you play for the same pickleball team that Kevin Durant owns. Uh, so you don't, you don't want to... <laughs> disappoint your guy kd no so, yeah so play so play play well uh he'll probably be waiting for you at binks after probably yeah. <laughs> we know kevin durant loves binks binks on alberta we saw him there yeah. and like he, could, he chameleoned his way out of looking like I'm him right as he, convinced he was that exposed. wasn't kevin durant i'm not I'm, either i know you Wait, immediately went up you to asked him. him right yeah i went up no i went up to ask him and i was like what's up man and then he looked at him and i was like "Ooh, i don't know if that's no, kevin durant he did say he gets it all the time, though, right? Yeah, he was like, "This was right after the pro am at it was Grant High School, right?" That Kevin Durant no, played it was in? at Park Rose. No, it's at Park, Park Rose High School. It was yeah. at Park Rose. Yeah. So Kevin Durant was like in Portland, and this was <laughs> when there was still something. There's you, you could see the drama beneath the surface with the Brooklyn Nets. And I think this was when may, maybe the first time he mentioned wanting to trade before the season started. Yeah. And everyone was like, he's in Portland right now. And then <laughs> we're just sitting at Banks at 11 p.m. 
the Friday night before the Oregon State Montana State game, and JP right. goes. Kevin Durant just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> well, when a, when a dude walks in who's literally two feet taller than any other person in there, I don't care if he's yeah. only like six and, five or seven feet. He looked like seven foot tall no, Kevin he, Durant. This dude was at least six foot nine and probably six ten. Yeah. And looked like Kevin Durant. And that's why I am not totally convinced it wasn't <laughs> yeah. Kevin Durant. <laughs> And that's something that Kevin Durant would say if yeah. he didn't want people to oh know. Oh my God, Kevin Durant! I get that all the time. Yeah. I get that all. I nope, not Kevin Durant. <laughs> Definitely not Kevin Durant. Not me. <laughs> that, was, that was my thought process after he told me. Like I get all the time, man. I was like, yeah. ah. I, it's I, like I if think I was Kevin Durant, what would I be doing here at this neighborhood bar? It's like I don't know, sitting by this illustrious fireplace. He was scouting <laughs> me for his pickleball team, ordering a yeah. pickle. Pizza, they the yeah, because they have the pickle pizza at Binks, oh. and he's a he's a pickleball he's a pickleballman. Um, yeah, sc- <laughs> scouting, never not winning. Well, good luck at the pickleball, JP. Thanks. Yeah, last time I played, I lost five straight games, so I went zero for five. So maybe Oof, I'll get my first victory today. If you if you lose again, you're kicked off the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> which means the podcast just ends because Benny and I aren't going to edit this every week. So, so, so don't so don't lose. <laughs> a, lot, a lot riding on this tonight. Thanks. Anyway, speaking of a lot and this podcast, we have a lot of fun stuff to get to uh, and also a lot of good news. Uh, was it just on last week's episode, maybe the episode before, where we were able to finally discuss publicly the amazing Get in the Doghouse Maddie Dagan Doghouse merch line? We've got yeah. another one. Yeah. Uh, get in the Get in the freaking dugout, sir. Official Brownie Ryan Brown merch line. <laughs> yeah. We've got jerseys. We've got hats. We've got shirts. Yeah, that's a we've jersey. That's, oh, that's a jersey. That is a jersey. That is a that's, jersey. Yeah. We have like multiple jersey ass jerseys <laughs> on in this merch store. Yeah. I don't I'm, even own any. I'm too. I, I, that's too rich for my blood. <laughs> But I saw you wearing the Ocho one when I was in Portland last time, JP. Yep. Yeah. And it, I was like, this is a real jersey. Yeah, it's a real jersey. Yeah. Yeah. You should just look on those cheap wholesale Chinese websites, Terry. They might have a knockoff of one of the chocolate Or on jerseys. Etsy. They might. Shut yeah. up, Etsy. Or on Etsy. Etsy has great stuff. <laughs> that's where i got this hat nice the dope west ham hat i had to actually send out another takedown request because there was some other t-shirt site like selling more of our merch at a discount what that's so funny isn't that hilarious like stop undercutting us we don't make any money from merch stop (laughs) yeah i wonder that would be so hilarious to me if anyone's turning a profit off Bootleg belligerent beeves apparel. <laughs> yeah. Boot bootlegging our own like bootleg shit. Not that we've <laughs> hey. uh, whatever. Yeah, they were actually, and this makes me more mad because they were Goss Gotham tees. So oh, yeah. especially that now happened with, during baseball season last year. Is that happening again? It's happening again. Yeah, they're mm. somebody put them back up. How would they? I don't know how they can like steal the design. Whoa. Oh, that's what they're doing. Got it. Goss is gonna get them. Get them to take down those bootleg shirts because the only place you can get authentic belligerent <laughs> beeves apparel, Ryan Brown apparel, Maddie Dagan apparel, and so much more is belligerentbeeves.com slash merch. 
Uh, but after you do that, yeah, go go look at things on Etsy because as Benjamin Lawrence, Sebastian Weehage has famously endorsed Betsy, Etsy, Etsy and Bet Betsy, 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 <laughs> Betsy on Etsy. I'm there's at least one woman selling stuff Ooh. on Etsy named Betsy. It's a great <laughs> name. Has all sorts of great stuff. You know who else has all sorts of great stuff? Our friends at Seamheaded. And what a transition. We haven't. We haven't. This isn't even in the notes to to transition. I'm just doing this off oh. the cuff. This is this is how my charisma has grown through. Six episodes just <laughs> low-key talking about seam headed the only place properly making merch and all kinds of stuff for pure baseball enthusiasts celebrating the great tradition and heritage of america's great pastime it's the world baseball classic for gosh darn sake it's spring training it's oregon state being ranked number 10 in mark Gar mark garland's top 25 poll someone giving the beef some love and you can't get ready for baseball season without visiting cmpeta.com. And remember, even though it started last season, the Chop'em checkout discount is still in play. Any item from the belligerent beeves line on cmpeta.com gets 31% off with the code CHOP'EM at checkout. So check out the belligerent beeves line from our friends at Seamheaded. And don't forget discount code CHOP'EM at checkout for 31% off for the noisest discount in the game. Shouts out to Seamheaded. Shout out Seamheaded. That's, that was a... Just, and shouts out. That was shouts. just a free... Shouts and singular shout, plural shouts. All the shouts. <laughs> and hot routes. To our friends at Seamheaded. <laughs> that was an off the dome ad read. I still got it. Ooh, nice. nice. Wow. You'll get it. tons of clouts. Right. Well, I was just at dinner with Sam, and somehow it came up the time on the pod where I said that not we wouldn't have got been as rich and famous as this individual, but after we recorded what, like three and a half rap songs in, in college that will never <laughs> see the light of day, I said, had we just rapped every day? from that day to this day, what, 17 and a half years and really worked on it, <laughs> we would be, at least one of the three of us, would be as good, if not better, at rapping than Jack Harlow. And I still believe that. Does yeah. Jack Harlow rap? Yeah, he raps. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's okay. like one of like, those like, singing rappers. Like this. Yeah. Like Terry wanted to be. He's fine. He's good. I can see why. I, and that's, I'm not saying that we would have gotten a record deal or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying pound for pound bars. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember when I did, when I freestyled with Keaton Christick at Shasta? <laughs> no. Keaton Christick was can too drunk to, to respond. Us, no, I can't. I, I didn't even like rap like against. I was like, we, we were rapping like together. Uh, but oh, then it after wasn't a I battle. Was, it was, I don't think like it was a battle. Beastie boys? Yo. You. <laughs> <laughs> You saw Keaton Christick. This was in his prime, like junior year Keaton Christick. I was not going to insult an inebriated Keaton Christick. <laughs> we just rapped. I was wearing, I think it, it started because uh, as most great uh, freestyle start, I was wearing a Timberwolves Al Jefferson jersey and was complimented by someone on Keaton Christick's boat. So we started talking and then we started rapping. You and were like, Keaton wait, are you on her, Keaton Christick's boat? Where is Keaton? Was... Let's go. I want to rap battle him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then Michael Keaton showed up and he rapped. And I was like, this is getting weird. <laughs> wait, Michael Keaton and Keaton Christick? Wait, yeah, they're related. They're related, but... <laughs> <laughs> By transitive properties of names. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the before Michael Keaton Christick. He just goes by his surname. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Keaton Christick, great beaver, great niner. <laughs> great beaver and a great niner. And a great rapper. <laughs> and a great rapper. 
we thought. Um, anyway, we're not here to talk about Keaton Kristen. We can, I guess. Uh, or Jack Harlow, or Michael Keaton, or Lake Shasta, or Two Live Crew, or Benny's shirt, or Benny's hat, even though they're both dope. They're from uh, Betsy. We're from <laughs> Betsy on Etsy. Uh, but yes, check out. We we need to spend at least a few more seconds showing out Ryan Brown. Uh, JP, talk a little bit about uh, the Ryan Brown merch line and this collaboration with Brownie, uh, one of our favorites, incredible pitcher for Oregon State, who we fell in love with when he struck out Jacob Walsh. And I think just generously reminded Jacob where the dugout was. Yeah. And like, well, this is, are you lost, sir? This is the direction you're yeah. supposed to go. Um, it's over there. So let's right talk about the, uh, just two, two minutes or so on the various items and uh, how they sort of bring Brownie's uh, personality and fire to life. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone by this point remembers that the, that original Goss Gotham design with his uh, helpful gesture was one of the most popular shirts. I think He's that we gonna ever be made. a great maitre d when his baseball comes. <laughs> Is over. Like, oh, hello, hello, Mr. Bertram, right this right way. Right here. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back then, though, it was like super early days of NIL, so we didn't really know how to like yeah. incorporate Ryan into that yeah, whole like push. Kind of like, let's do this and hope he doesn't get mad at us. And... <laughs> yeah. But he did it. He loved he did, it. He and I think yeah. like you know, teammates loved it. Like family, his family loved it. His friends loved it. And. We, we're like, okay, well, here, I mean, we're not making a ton off of anything, but we feel like we should, uh, since we can, we'll compensate you for using your likeness on the shirt. Um, that kind of started the whole thing. And it was like, as soon as, you know, we were still looking to add a few more uh, belligerent beast athletes and, you know, Brownie was on the top of our list. And when we made that official, the store was like in the works almost immediately because uh, we already had a, a jumping off point with the Goss Gotham shirt. But back then, remember, it was just the T-shirt. That was it. There was no other offering. We weren't making any other kind of apparel. And so he came up to us and was like, hey, here's what I, I know people are, have been asking for since uh, since we made that shirt last May. And it was, of course, the T-shirt again, tank tops, hoodies, um, women's cut tees. And we then we spun it even further. We, we took the silhouette. We made it more of like a logo. Then we put it together with like an RB50 logo as well. Um, so there's some new merch there, a new design with the RB50 with him, uh, his silhouette kind of cutting out the, the, the inside of the zero on the 50. Some of this merch looks really sick, like the crew neck sweatshirt, the fleece sweats. Dude, uh, the, I'm the looking at shorts. the fleece sweats right now. Right? These, like, <laughs> these are the joggers that I need. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're technically joggers. I'll look so chuggy in all of this, but that's not the <laughs> point. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And like, I mean, even the, the t-shirt, we have one that blends both the logos. So on the, there's a t-shirt that actually on the front, and this is, this is technically new, right? Because on the front, it's got the RB 50 logo. And then on the back has Goss got him. So you could represent both Goss and the team in that moment. Um, and the fans, and they can also show some love for Brownie, uh, re repping the logo on the front. But of course, the one that will probably get a cease and desist on, so buy it while you can, is the belligerent baseball <laughs> jersey. Uh, and that one is definitely not at all trying to look anything like the uh, Beavers baseball home uniform. The belligerent script across the front is a completely different font. It is nothing like the Beavers script that the team wears across their chest. The stripes are, you know, kind of the same, but ours are <laughs> thicker, so it's not a big deal. 
And the fifty is a logo. It's not a. It's not a numeral. So that's why yeah. brownies in the those middle. Those aren't of Oregon. It. Yeah, those aren't Oregon State numerals either. Yeah, those are um, re re uh, designed from scratch. Yeah, numerals. I don't. I don't <laughs> think. I don't think we'll get a cease and desist for this. I'm pretty sure Scott Barnes has already ordered one. He might have actually. Yeah, under a pseudonym name, I'm sure. But uh... <laughs> let's let's just send these to like every like. Like the 19 highest powered people at Oregon State. <laughs> the president gets one. Like just a box of them at the office of the provost. <laughs> just distribute as you will. Dude, I like these. I like these shorts. These fleece shorts. Fleece shorts. I know they're. I'm sick. looking. I'm looking at the backside, and those totally look like a wallet would not fall out of them. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. Depends how big the uh, wallet is, Vanny. Yeah, that's true. true. <laughs> but yeah, show some love. Get get your merch. A lot of this stuff's already flying off the shelves again, which is really cool to see. I think people were waiting for the yeah. return of the Goss Gotham design. They're loving all the new stuff as well. And just you know, remember that uh, all proceeds, all profits, a hundred percent of it, will go to Ryan. So mm -hmm. while we're hosting this, it's on our site. We worked with them to make the designs. We don't get shit. We don't get shit, and that's by that's the way we want it. We want right. it all to go to the players who you know make the name and uh, should reap the benefits. So check it out. Show them some love. Get yourself some Goss Gotham RB50 gear. Hell yeah! Well, you guys knocked it out of the park with this one again, um, or not at all because <laughs> we struck out. out. Yeah, you you they struck out the sound... competition. Um, <laughs> You made you made some cool shirts, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you made all sorts of great stuff, just like Etsy. <laughs> and this episode of the Blue Dream Peeps podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Betsy on Etsy. All sorts of nifty gifties <laughs> from every corner of the internet. Oh God! You're already a better, at least, rhymer than Jack Harlow, Terry. Oh, oh see? yeah, I'm already killing it. Yeah, yeah. You and you're definitely yeah. a better rhymer than Keaton Christic. Come on the pod, Jack Harlow. I challenge Jack Harlow to a oh, to a rap battle, but it has to take place on an episode of the Blizzard Beast podcast. Oh, but it, it has to be more of like a tournament style. So the opening round is Jack Harlow versus Keaton Christic, and then the winner faces yeah. you, Terry. Yeah, yes. I'm not. I'm not in the playing. I'm not a playing rapper. I'm already in the field, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Perfect. god, we should we should start talking about real stuff. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, lots to get to tonight. And yeah, again, we have to do this quickly so that JP can go play pickleball. Thank you. <laughs> this is a very exciting week. And again, uh, it is Monday, March 6th, when we are uh, recording this. And uh, it's, a, it's a championship Monday. Mm. Yesterday, Oregon State Wrestling, so the biggest wood choppers on campus. They've been chopping them all year long. And guess what? They That's all led to. It's this. This championship Monday. Beavers win. Pac-12 championship in wrestling, five different individual championships as well, and seven different wrestlers clinching berths in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Oregon State Wrestling, proud proud history, been a great program uh, for a while. Uh, and this championship, it's not one, not two, <laughs> not three, not four, not five, not six. It is the 24th Pac-12 wrestling championship. Ooh. Oregon State a uh, dominant day at Maple's uh, Pavilion. But it is the first time since 2016 that the uh, Beavs have won the Pac-12. So shout-outs uh, to all of you uh, magnificent fellows on Oof. 
the wrestling team. Uh, Brandon Kaler. I did th- I paused to like add dramatic effect and it made it look like I had no idea who anyone was. I'm sorry about that. Brandon Kaler at 125, dominant. Cleveland Pelton at 141, dominant. Matthew Olguin at 165, dominant. Mateo Olmos, 174, dominant. And Trey Munoz at 184, dominant. All took the championship in their respective weight classes this weekend good job man that, that's awesome this is uh like low-key one of the best sports or i think one of the coolest sports to be really good at um because if you think about it sports are all about competition and wrestling is the closest thing that we have to just straight up Brawling. like fighting yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's and, definitely uh, descended from gladiator Right, right. Like so. I think Cleveland Belton. Yes, that like, slam is. That's like he is Maximus Decimus Meridius. Um, <laughs> he will, and he will have his vengeance in this life or the next. Uh, that that slam that JP that you retweeted that was awesome. I saw it live because I, I was uh, keeping on it with the kids. There, uh, the mini bebe was like having a blast. You know, tuning in. <laughs> he didn't really care which which teams were on the mat, but I was keeping a close eye whenever the bees were out there and. Uh, that was one that I had me jump off the couch. It was I I knew that it was going to end up uh, being well received on social media, so I immediately jumped on Twitter, saw the uh, wrestling account, do the uh, the replay of it, and uh, I had to just share it with the rest of the followers who maybe aren't following as closely as I was because that was like like one of those things that you would you would do like with if you were like wrestling with your friends on like a trampoline or something. Yeah. And he just like he did it to like competition, like really real legit championship level right. competition. Dude, it's crazy because like if you, like you watch it, the beginning where he has his leg in the air, like it, it looks bad. like it looked like he was maybe about to lose, and yeah. then uh, yeah, Cleveland said nah, <laughs> <laughs> and he flipped it. He totally flipped it, like. How how you get that much leverage? I, I don't I don't know what what foot or, or leg is his dominant leg, but like putting all of the weight on your left leg while your right leg is in the air, and a damn good wrestler uh, from Arizona State, which I also believe is a very good wrestling program, is on top of it. Like Jesus Christ, that looks yeah that like like I know like wrestling and uh, what we call pro wrestling are very different sometimes, but that almost looked like a pro wrestling move. It did, yeah. <laughs> That would have to feel like if you're the Arizona State wrestler, that has to be the equivalent of getting dunked on or like posterized, Pretty much, getting like, body slammed in wrestling. That you don't want to be like when you're when there's a move and you're actually like upside down for a prolong. I'm gonna try to pause the reel right now as he's upside. Yep, there you go. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> when his legs are up in the air, that may that silhouette may end up on a tee. That's gonna. Yeah, we're putting this on a damn tee. <laughs> oh man, sorry, uh, Aguirre Jr. Yeah, you, you might end up on a t-shirt, uh, but all proceeds will go to the Arizona State Wrestling Program if, if we end up doing Because <laughs> we're generous. We're good guys. Oh, damn. Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland is the city. The city that we come from. Cleveland is the wrestler who just slammed you. Uh, see? <laughs> Get on my level, Jack Harlow! Uh, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, just really, really exciting. Um, I am, uh, we're obviously very, very proud of uh, the wrestling program. Absolutely. And getting getting to watch them in the NCAA tournament. 
That's yep. going to be dope. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean, just shout out uh, Coach Pelton, uh, Coach Engel as well. Uh, I know that uh, they tune in from time to time. And what they've done with this program, so, I mean, like, obviously it was not like a doormat, but I, I had to I had to make sure that I wasn't, there wasn't a glitch in Twitter yesterday when I just kept seeing alerts about people taking home their weight class championship. And I was like, wait, hold on. Did I already read Six, this one? Yeah. Like, did, it, did this, like, just, like, end up at the top? Of my feed and for you after I already saw it and following like what is happening here so um, that it was just super impressive and you could tell that the the team loves being a part of the program and uh, they're having a ton of fun right and yeah it's like so and like last year was incredible too where they finished 12th in the nation and I believe that Kaler is the only returning wrestler from from the group who all earned uh, all American honors last year. Oh damn! Uh, Devin Turner, who is a fantastic wrestler, graduated. Um, so I, I know it was it's a program with a lot of history, but it had just been you know maybe like just you know just uh, resting for a little bit. Um, so we gotta get Coach Pendleton on the pod, and we gotta get all of all of the information, broadcast information as soon as we know everything about how you can watch and support. Uh, the beeves at the NCAA tournament. Do we not do a, we know where where they open up at? We do not because it's in it's individuals. I don't right. know what the, how the team stuff. But they yeah. wouldn't. This is the part of the podcast. Well, they've got like they've got like now. almost two weeks uh, before yeah. before things get going too. So I'm gonna imagine okay. that that's gonna be spent, you know, ironing out the details of who is where. <laughs> okay. Well, that is, uh, we'll, we'll await those details with bated breaths. And, uh, you know what we need to do, you guys, we need to, uh, raise a glass to this team Yeah, <laughs> because we also forgot to do the Reagan beer segment. So let's do a very, very, very expedited, quick Reagan beer segment. Um, I'll start, I'm doing a fresh Prince, but Prince spelled a different way. Cold IPA Ooh. from Shells, the original Minnesota brewery. And just look at how cool that can is. It's fresh Prince of Bel-Air font. It's a cold is IPA. That, is that in, um, uh, the context of that being that Chris Rock did his stand up on? I still haven't Saturday seen or something it, like? but I heard about it cool. and I cool. heard he doesn't hold back. Which I, I'll listen to it at some point, but also like I'm just kind of over that story. Uh, famously, Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at what? last year's Oscars while we were recording an episode with Beaver Blitz, uh, yeah. with the great Carter Baines of BeaverBlitz.com. That's right. So us talking to Carter is the biggest story of that night still in my mind. <laughs> most people were like, "Oh yeah, the Will Will Smith slapped the shit." Out of uh, Chris Rock, um, but uh, Carter Baines also said, you know, Oregon State will win a conference championship if JT Daniels decides to transfer to Oregon State, and we'll never know because JT Daniels wanted like a ten-room house and a personal chef uh, just to go to West Virginia and not be that good. Um, so. Oh no, no shade thrown. No shade, no shade yeah. thrown. But anyway, <laughs> so this is a cold IPA. I was going to look up what technically makes an IPA cold IPA. Uh, cold brew, yeah. It's delicious. Uh, JP. I have a uh, Behind the Light New England IPA by Definitive Brewing Company based out of Portland, Maine. Nice. (laughs) Shout out lobsters. The city that Portland, Oregon is named after. It is true. Off of a coin flip. Lobsters. (laughs) Lobsters could have been the other name. I feel like I just tried to do a Boston accent and I did an Australian accent. (laughs) (laughs) Lobsters. Lobsters and... (laughs) Oh 
my I am so bad at impressions, but I love doing them. Okay. <laughs> Not um, as bad as me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> remember the episode where JP asked me to impersonate an actual beaver? Uh, we'll never do that again. <laughs> about that. We were we were we were just a teenager of a podcast back then. Oh man. Um <laughs> Benny, what are you enjoying this I'm evening? drinking water. water tonight. Yep. Dude, I need to drink mm. water. Stay hydrated. Water is so I good. am. All right. Cheers to Chris Pendleton and Oregon State Wrestling. Cheers yeah. to the champ. Cheers to you. You superb muchachos. Cheers. Chop up. Excellent beans. Keep chopping wood. Keep chopping them wood. Keep chopping mm. wood. And if you run out of axes to just chop use wood. your hand uh you can find more on mm-hmm. etsy.com slash betsy <laughs> yeah does that uh, actually betsy, go anywhere bet, etsy.com bet. slash betsy before we tell the listeners to go there no don't go <laughs> it doesn't it, there's nothing what there's that's there's an opening there <laughs> Quick, Bet- someone start Bet- a store. I mean, you can sign an NIL deal with literally anyone. So let's let's get, sign an NIL deal with some old lady named Betsy who <laughs> just like you know knits scarves. There is oh. Betsy Etsy. Wait, wait. If you, go, you have to go to shop slash Betsy, there is Betsy is taking a short break. It says though, it's a little dog. There are oh. other Betsy's. Betsy from Santa Barbara. Hmm. There's another Bet uh, Betsy Etsy. She makes pictures of of hummingbirds, paintings of hummingbirds. <laughs> Dude, so if that's you want that classic Betsy? Yeah, you guys, we that, should be getting paid for this promotion. Yeah, that's. <laughs> If I were to take a guess at what Betsy Use promo Etsy code Belligerent would be that. to get twenty percent off your first hummingbird print <laughs> from Betsy Etsy, <laughs> that that's totally like a the, on the North Shore on Lake Superior, like northern northern Minnesota. It's just all these small towns where there's just like more art galleries and there are people, and it's you know elderly women named Betsy painting hummingbirds. It's a lovely place, so. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm down. I'm down to get into the hummingbird watercolor print game. Nice. Damn. That's where we we'll make bet, our money. <laughs> I bet Birkenstocks just fucking owns that little section. Uh, in, in the market segment. Yeah. <laughs> um. Speaking of owning, owning, owning records, owning opponents, proud owner of an Olympic gold medal, which cannot be acquired on Etsy. You have to win it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Also, Belligerent Beeves Hall of Famer. Also, Belligerent Beeves Hall of Famer. You can't buy that. You can only buy buy that that one from Etsy, Betsy, Etsy. You can try to buy that. If you want to be a Belligerent Beeves Hall of Famer, uh, send $1 million to P.O. Box (laughs) Belligerent Beeves headquarters, and we'll see if uh, you are uh, eligible for induction. Uh, what's 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 the what's the latest with our legend carry? Uh, or I guess it, we we still need confirmation on if legend carry is a good nickname because the the last name may be pronounced Carey and the first name might be Jade. Mm. Uh, no one, no one in the SID's office will tell us the proper pronunciation. So until they do, we don't know. But for this, for purpose of the segment, we'll refer to her as Jade Carey. I think that's safe, but it's probably still wrong. Right. Okay, so yeah. how did Jade slash Jade do this weekend, JP? Remember how I was saying that we're getting spoiled and that, like, a perfect 10 at one point felt like something that you were like, had to, like, hang on to for dear life because you didn't know when you'd experience one again? Well, she did it again. Yeah. Uh, and this time for the first time on the beam. So Ooh. perfect 10 on the Ooh. beam, which that gave her the gym slam, the gym. which – 
sounds like it's something from IHOP uh, after you worked out, but <laughs> it, 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 it sounds like a tryout to like a fourth attempt to revive the once great game of slam ball that oh, aired that... on the Spike Network. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I was going to say, it sounded like something the wrestling team. You want to throw oh, down yeah. at Jim Slam? <laughs> <laughs> that's the xfl version of slam ball oh, hell yeah. <laughs> vince mcmahon's next venture jim oh, yeah. slam <laughs> um but uh, i guess she was the uh 13th gymnast in ncaa to complete the gym slam and the nice. gym slam by the way is getting a perfect 10 um across you know vault bars floor and beam and uh yeah that's quite uh elite given that only 13 other people have ever done it um in nta history uh she's just also the sixth pac-12 gymnast to do it so it's like it, it's amazing to me um one i hadn't even realized that she hadn't gotten a 10 on the beam yet because i felt there were so many performances that were really already worthy and had zero blemishes that could that could be shown um but still it doesn't cease to amaze me that she can just find another level over and over again of achievement and i think that's what right. is so impressive about her it's not really the numbers i mean obviously all we know what she brings to the gymnastics team to the gymnastics sport but what i think is most impressive is her drive to like she is literally playing like whack-a-mole with every single record. And some of them I had not even heard of. And I was trying to see, was there anything left for her to achieve? And clearly there is. And clearly she has her sights on them and is trying to get there. You know, like, uh, I know that like uh, Coach Chaplin did make a, a quote after the, the meet that um, she'd been working hard to get a uh, perfect 10 on the beam for a while. So she was like really, really excited to see her finally get uh, get the perfect score and that just tells me that like everyone was bought in on Jade's goals, um, his personal goals, but of course to help lift the team to, to end this like long rant about <laughs> gymnastics. Uh, while you know they uh, didn't beat Arizona State this weekend, uh, they still finished with their fifth best score in program history, their second best road score in history, um, which is wild. Well, yeah, but I don't know how you're going to top your road score from a week ago when they had above 198 in Palo Alto. So yeah, uh, like I, I mean, what are you supposed to do, right? Like uh, this was a great score. It was a it was a tight meet. Um, a shout out to the team. I think that they all performed uh, really, really well. But again, the story fell back to Jade, and I just like I I can't express how impressive it is that she just keeps finding these records to break. Right, and she'll probably find even more on this Saturday, March 11th, against Utah at Gill Senior Day, the hey, last yo. chance to catch the Jim Beavs at Legendary Gill Coliseum, um, the Pac-12 tournament in West Valley City, Utah. It's sold out, by the way. The senior Day. Tournament is, senior Day is already sold out? Sold out. Oh, damn. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, That's I believe awesome. You, so, uh, yeah, I just unable to process the request. Yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. That yeah. really is. And I'll that's be really good. Oh, I'll you're going? There. I'm going. Nice. Did you? Do you have a Maddie Dagan dog leash for Lola? No, no dog leash yet. 
but uh, we, we're geared up. And I, I think I mentioned last week, I've got some uh, Mad Dog stickers that I'll have oh, in yeah. tow, uh, as well as some Belligerent Beeves logo stickers. And they're new logo stickers. They're not circles. They're now Ooh. kiss cut. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like the circles. Well, I know. But the circles, we've given out a lot of circles. And now it's time for a new yeah. look and we logo to, yeah. sticker. We need to have everything because we, we our our charm comes in all shapes and sizes. It's true. It is true. That is true. So if anyone was dying to go, I'm willing to sell my ticket only if I'm able to get uh, no, press you... credentials. <laughs> then I'll sell you oh, my yeah. ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's that? Who's that SID? The, or, I mean, just hit up Bree. Bree will get you in. Yeah. Yeah. Bree. Bree has Bree passes for sure. Can you get Come my on, kids? Bree. My kids also passes. Yeah. And my <laughs> wife. <laughs> my my, my two year old needs a press pass. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to get in trouble again on the on the uh, plane yeah. surface. Right. Poppy will probably like try to like run on the beam during the meet though. I know so. that that would be that would be so trouble. Gil Gil security watch JP's daughter. She's a loose cannon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Gil security is hard to uh to elude. I have firsthand experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's why Betty doesn't go to any basketball games anymore because uh there's still there's still like a few years left on that band that he picked up during his first junior year. <laughs> oh man. Well, shout out Jade, shout out Vanny Dagan, shout out Coach Chaplin, shout out Sydney Gonzalez, who I believe also had a career high uh on the beam. Uh, no, they're probably disappointed about not getting that dub uh, down in the desert, but you know, weird things happen in the desert. Weird things happen in the desert, and also the Pac-12 is just so fucking good at this. So you know, you set your second best road score ever, which came after the, a week after you're setting your best road score ever, and yeah, so you mo- on most nights that's going to be good for a win. So you can't be can't be mad at that. I think yeah. just looking through the log right now that would have that score would have won just about any other meet they've had yeah yeah oh maybe the first one against cal may not maybe not but anyway that just they they did great they did great so shouts to you ladies went in doubt dance it out yeah, and get some dancing out merch. They sold over ten thousand tickets for the meet against Utah for well, seniors night. It makes sense. We sold more than ten thousand Mad Dog hoodies. So. <laughs> We've sold like a thousand leashes. We've sold a thousand. There's gonna be so many dogs there. <laughs> but that's I'm just saying, like that that's incredible. And I'm glad to see that down in, in Corvallis and with the Oregon State community that they're really backing this this squad uh as they should. Um that's just awesome to see. I agree. I definitely agree. I, I saw the other day that there was like four hundred GA tickets or standing room only tickets left or something along those lines. Mm. And I saw that they put out today. I just clicked buy tickets on OSUBeavers.com and it said unable to process request. You should have planned ahead, asshole. That's what it said. <laughs> yeah. It's a Are really sophisticated website Seattle? where it no yeah. I will be in Seattle, so I can't go. It's one train right away. I'll Wait, pick you up in Albany. It's on Sunday? Uh, No, Saturday it, at 2. I, I can't go on Saturday. Why? Because I'm working in Seattle. <laughs> I had a conference on Saturday. Work. Barry's yeah, taking me out to dinner. Yeah. Oh, Benny, we are you, Benny, are you free on Friday? Yeah. Okay, we're hanging out. Well, yeah. guess what? I'm not taking neither of y'all out to dinner because I'm going to local boys. <laughs> oh. Will you, will you send pictures, though? <laughs> 
yeah <laughs> of every bite like of my oh, mouth man. of the food I'm going jealous. into my mouth just a zoomed in <laughs> shot i can't believe i didn't bring this up on the pod uh last week or whatever but when uh we got that really bad blizzard and everyone just kind of hunkered down a couple weeks ago i got before that when i went to the grocery store i got some of the like like the white cheddar shells mac and cheese oh, and so good and i applied the sauce to it liberally because <laughs> 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 benny when i put it on like my normal like yellow sharp cheddar mac and cheese you were like i don't know that those things go together and i was like <laughs> yeah. i was they're, too drunk to care benny i don't both good they're both very good that's like the book meatball sunday that basically argues the entire point two good things don't always go together uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which I say I've had meatballs on ice cream before, and I but I'm just an animal. Um, whatever, <laughs> whatever. I've had meatballs very close to ice cream at the old spaghetti factory with the spumoni <laughs> ice cream. Dude. So good, underrated we, ice cream. Next time we have more time to just like talk like about like the next level up on fast food, like American sort of like casual chains we need to have an episode an entire episode dedicated to the ninth street ruby tuesday because i think just a lot it's gone a lot of a lot it's it's gone but the memory yeah. of it like that ruby tuesday started a lot of epic nights in corvallis uh, that was like when you really liked someone you took them on a date to ruby tuesday because it was the <laughs> nicest place you could get to within the city limits and they had a great salad bar there was a one picture of me from Ruby Tuesdays with a popped collar polo shirt and big tracks cubic zirconium square diamond earrings in my ears. Yeah, I remember those days. You, you, yeah, you, you do know we we make these episodes public, Benny. <laughs> like the, the, the things you say on them. Yeah, we're not just talking to each other. Yeah. No, we would. He said after Wait, do you forty-seven think minutes, cool? claiming he's a better rapper than Jack Harlow. <laughs> no you're cool you're cool it looks yeah, it looked cool. cool it looks cool you can do it again i did see a tweet that said that double popped collars are coming back oh, oh, no. oh no yeah yeah gen z is doing a lot of cool shit bringing that back though like dude no, learn, you're not cool you're learn from our mistakes in no. my junior year uh high school yearbook picture i had a popped collar from nice. American Eagle. Yeah. Well, it was you looked way more wealthy when you had two pop collars from Abercrombie because they were more expensive. You worked at Abercrombie. You got those shits for free. And you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> yeah. The what was it? A, a moose? It was a moose that was, was on the moose. shirt. It's a moose. Yeah. 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 Which is very. I love that I would get ones that had like holes even on the collar, like had like tears in the collar. Yeah. Yeah, Just dude, I have such a fucking funny story about that. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so Yuri, Yuri, her her grandma is uh, like ninety six years old, and her her brother, his name is Danny, and he, um, I guess he had a pair of those type of jeans that had a bunch of like rips and holes in them. Destroyers. Yeah, and and so she comes. She comes to visit uh, the the states like for three months at a time, and she came to visit. Was doing laundry, and he came back, and she had sewn all of the holes, like putting <laughs> patches in them, like, and sewn it all back up. Like his true religion destroyers. She was just yeah. using like 
random like rags to patch the holes. It's so awesome. <laughs> I fixed your jeans, Danny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is amazing. Grandma! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I love Yuri's grandma. Me too. So That's incredible. That's uh, where were we? <laughs> we <laughs> just wrapped up gymnastics. Uh, we need to talk a little bit about basketball. We have we have like what seven minutes before we need to wrap. No, we have uh, we have more. We have we have enough time. Yeah, um, we're good. All right, let, let's move to the hardwood. Where in the, in the <laughs> women's Pac-12 tournament, also before we even shout out um, Ruick and Oregon State and the the Beaver women uh, basketball team for getting to win. I do want to talk about how fucking awesome it is that Washington State woman, women won the Pac-12 tournament. Yes. Yeah. That is a program that's been down, and they've really come back and deserve it. And they play really fun basketball. Uh, and I take back everything. I think that was one of the earlier losses where I'm like, man, you lose to UW and Wazoo at home. Like, that is the <laughs> squad. And they're going to be a problem in March Madness. So it's not the same as the Beavs, but... For uh, women's basketball, March Madness, like I am supporting the Cougs, and I like if if they show up in the Sweet Sixteen, it's not going to be a surprise. Like this, don't even call them Cinderella. That's it's that's a pugnacious bunch, and they play excellent ball. Uh, so I thought it was awesome that they won the whole damn thing. Um, Oregon State women getting a win uh, in the first round uh, against USC, a team that they had beaten uh, early in the season was awesome. Reagan was phenomenal. Oh yeah. Um, after being named uh, the sixth woman of the Pac-12 sixth woman of the year and the Pac-12 freshman of the year, which, you know, if if you paid attention to uh, a lot of different college uh, women's women's basketball circles, a lot of people thought it, that award should have gone to Kiki Rice at UCLA. Uh, UCLA is great. They're they're gonna go. To, uh, they're hopefully gonna go far in the tournament. But Re- I think Reagan Reagan proved that she's uh, deserving of all of the accolades that have been thrown her way. So it was just awesome to see that goddamn losing streak uh, come to an end with a really good performance in Vegas in round one, uh, which uh, sadly resulted in a, a second round loss against Colorado, another great team. Uh, but also I think Ruick talked about this a lot, just like knowing like all of the intricacies that made the season a particularly frustrating one. We talked about losing Talia last week. Uh, but like how this group, even during the worst of times, you know, never got down, uh, always, you know, showed up uh, with the right attitude and played for each other. And so many, it's not just Reagan, there are other freshmen on the team. Adley Blacklock's energy in that win was amazing. Uh, Lily Hansford's a really good player. They're going to get Talia back. Um, I think losing uh, players like Bendu, Yelena, and Noel will be, you know, hard, hard presences to replace. Yeah. Um, really difficult because. They've they've been excellent uh, and great stewards for the program too, but like I think it just it does a lot for them just to be like to just not go into the off season with ten straight losses, like yeah. ha- to have sort of like recent memory winning a basketball game against a good team and remember like oh yeah we can do this we're really fucking good at this game uh, this year was an outlier and we're gonna bounce back and prove every prove everyone that we are the Oregon State Beavers you remember um, so. Just a nice story. It, it made me happy uh, just to see it because um, they they definitely – you could tell they've been playing hard and pressing a little bit, but great to see that it didn't bother them more than it was bothering us and that they played really <laughs> good ball and played for each other. Yeah, I th- and I think, too, when you have um, a team that's really split in the way that they were, right, you had uh, those three seniors, but and then the rest of the team is is pretty much made up of freshmen and sophomores, right? And I think even though those those three presents will be hard to replace, 
Um, I feel like in a sense, it may be turning the keys over to the squad that we're really excited going. It, it going opens up with. some minutes for sure. That's right. Yeah. And so I think that, um, you know, that could, that could be a, a blessing as well, uh, where some of these, these youngsters are going to feel like, okay, this is my team now. Uh, and, and we'll see that, you know, giant step taken next year. Yeah, and I think like for example, you'll see with uh, with Elena, you know, t- moving on. It's, you'll you'll see more like Reagan and uh, Tamia out there together, or you know, splitting minutes with some overlap, um, which will be which will be great to see. Uh, I think that like Bendu especially is going to be uh, on, as an on the court leader, um, really tough to replace. She was a, a calming presence, um, a reliable presence when uh it comes uh from you know needing just somebody to take control handle the ball get get the offensive set and uh and go forward from there but um with her with her moving on as well uh that's going to be i think the point that or the area that i'm going to be focusing on the most with how ruick and co are going to fill that void um noel like i think everyone's going to miss her and her her energy and her leadership and her just style of play and scrappiness out there uh, that will be hard again to replace um when it when it comes to some of these up-and-comers i know we talk a lot to me we talk obviously a ton about reagan and both is very well deserved but i think that uh ali blacklock's got to get you know just uh, some big time recognition uh on our air because like she came into her own through the the remainder of the season i mean from that UW game onward, she started getting about 20 plus minutes a game and she brought the fire on the court and she was out there, you know, jumping up and down, flexing, screaming and, and just getting the team's energy levels up to maximum. And she did it like the coolest way. I mean, dropping threes, this team needed some shooters and she delivered on that front. Not only did she deliver on that front, watching her shoot a three, I don't know if I've seen a quicker release. If you watch how quickly she gets rid of the ball, I can't even tell you. I, I mean, I watch a ton of the Warriors, and I see a lot of <laughs> Steph and Clay, and her release is up and there. And she is a better shooter than both of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, her release is up there with theirs. Like, it, it's like Word. it barely touches her fingertips before it's already off and headed towards the hoop. And she shot over 50% from three over those final, what, like six games. Right. 50% from three. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And the couple of that with, like, we know that Talia was playing hampered with injury. Oh, absolutely. The entire yeah. time. So I just hope she's able to get healthy because if she can come back, uh, and, you know, once the season starts, you're, you're never going to be in full health. And top to bottom, you'll have, you know, some, some kinks and bruises along the roster. But I feel like that really kind of had to have been hanging over her a little bit. And it's probably what early in the season when we kind of we could we, we saw some some wins, but didn't see them sort of string together wins the way they normally do and have done. Uh, where they, it's just like, all right, you you blink and Oregon State's 12-2 and two and, and Pac-12 play has started. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're going to be number four in the conference, like at worst. Uh, that just, there just wasn't the firepower for that this year. So, yeah. I, I actually was I, just I, like looking back at our history yesterday um, and just trying to see, you know, what, what was it we were talking about? Like, how do we, how are we phrasing the, the excitement or the outcomes of, this team specifically the women's hoops team and like we were like there was so much excitement and like for talia especially um she she showed flashes and so clearly like it was something that was 
hampering her all season long because I mean she dropped 40 against Nevada back in December and we were like uh oh <laughs> like but then the even, next even the next day we lost to LSU by like 38 so it was like yeah. oh it was like yay Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and she also shot like like a two like under three hundred um that that next game and so maybe right. that was when it really started to really bug her right when she I mean her usage was she shot twenty right. that was a, that was a back to back too and so. it was a back to back and if you recall she was just like taking control of that game and like getting to her spot on the court like hitting the low block just giving a little fake and then going up with a shot like she was not settling for any just like bad luck she was looking for high percentage shots. And but like working her ass off to get to those, and so I mean shooting like that twenty times and then going on the back, uh, you know, another game on the back to back. I mean, it could have been that point because after that it was uh, it was a tough run for her, I think, especially shooting wise when she opened the season just absolutely on fire. And I, I'm excited to see what she brings back next season. Um, I don't. I I think that most Beaver fans are pretty understanding that, like, yeah, this is clearly where and why the season went sideways. Was the team still really needed Talia, and Talia knew that, I'm sure, and she tried her best to deliver. Uh, but there's only so much you can do when you know health is uh, fighting against you. And so I think it. I it's admirable how much she gave it. Um, and and then I I think if anything, it just. The, what is perceived to be a low of this season is only going to fuel the fire for this program next year and beyond. So I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, <clears throat> very, very excited for next season. Um, an Oregon State basketball team whose season is not over, uh, and it's not, it's not over until it's over, as we know, we know all too well from <laughs> even from from recent stemming from uh, runs that have been made in recent years, uh, and that's the men's basketball team. Uh, who had an excellent uh, come-from-behind win uh, against Cal at Gill. Uh, I want to give a shout-out first. Uh, there's pl- players who were fantastic in that game, but uh, uh, Glenn Taylor, one of them, Jordan Pope, yep. another. Uh, I also I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Rodrigo Dalla, who played his last game at legendary Gill Coliseum. Hard career to summarize, uh, really. Um, so I'll just stick to two words that we've used on this uh, podcast a lot, and that is just Hella Andella. Hella Andella. Uh, I will. I will never. I will never forget his role in helping us get to an elite eight. Yeah, that was Hella Andella. That was Hella Andella. And for for him being kind of the one who who stayed long term after that, I know guys graduated. And guys went pro, uh, and some guys transferred. Uh, other guys had like you know big health issues. So it, there's there's all, all you know kinds of reasons, but just like for him to come back and be a part of last year's team, following the elite eight team, uh, had to have been difficult uh, for him. And he's just you know put his head down and played right through it. So I will love Rodriguez Andela forever. Uh, and I'm just happy that his Gill career ended with a win. And I think we get a pr- Dashel pointed this out on Twitter too. I think it's a favorable draw in, in the conference tournament. Can you imagine if they make that another run? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I want to win the conference tournament so bad. This year. <laughs> Uh, but they they draw Arizona State, uh, which is a winnable game. And if you beat Arizona State, then you get USC, uh, which you know. Well, I think we've yeah we've seen that to be winnable and a, a when yeah. we win. <laughs> yeah, that is when we win. Yeah, uh, and that, that's back to back teams with you know similar color schemes, and I always think that's favorable. 
So USC, Arizona State, then you like probably got to take care of like UCLA or Arizona, but color. like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, I, I'm hoping to see good games from them in Vegas. I the, the Peyton years are going to be down there. Uh, they'll no doubt have great episodes, uh, previewing and covering the action in Vegas. Uh, really annoyed that this conference that is allowing me to see Benny in Seattle is overlapping with the conference tournament. If it, they had been separate weekends, you know us, we just would have done both. <laughs> so That's that, true. that would have been that would have been great. So Benny, Benny and I will will find a place uh, to watch uh, in Seattle and be as loud as we possibly can. Uh, it's not over yet. No, it's, it's not over yet. Even, even if it is over, it's not quite over. And I just want to see some good basketball. Like we got, we got into this on the belligerent beefs discord with some of our listeners as well in what was the pretty good conversation of just like on this issue that we touched on the podcast last week and we don't need to spend a lot of time on it again. Tinkle is the coach. Yep. Uh, I f- think it's, there's a percent chance of maybe 0.5 to negative 100% that Barnes fires Tinkle after this year. So let's not just be like, oh, fuck Tinkle. What, what, what would we do without a, like, with, like, we could get this guy. Like, that's just not going to happen. No. Let's support the team. Hope for some good basketball. Awesome to see Glenn Taylor Jr. have a massive game to end yep. the regular season. Uh, if that dude keeps playing like the way he's been playing as of late, then that's a really, really encouraging sign for the development of this roster. Yeah, yeah or 100%. for their Pac-12 tournament play. Right. Hey, anything can happen in the postseason. All right. So the way this needs to happen, the, oh, well, like Benny, you and I will be in the same city. But it's like <laughs> I'm just going back to two years ago. Oh yeah, you got to text us. I was, I was when you had to text us, and it was like <laughs> I, for, I forget why JP couldn't watch, but I, I was, was driving like, to California. That's right. I, I my entire five minute preview. I had just moved into my apartment, and I had internet, and I didn't have TV. And my entire five minute preview of Pac-12 Network on my laptop was one timeout not even the full timeout like, <laughs> i got to see like 90 percent of a stoppage <laughs> of play that took the entire five minutes and then like uh we've re- we've relived this on the on the pod before but there's for sure new listeners who haven't heard this then benny goes dark for like two minutes and jp and i are both texting like what the fuck is happening <laughs> and jp or benny just responds gianni hunt hit the shot clock and we're like what does that mean like, <laughs> with his fist with the ball with what and how, like, oh my god there is this trying to consume that game was so difficult but they got the win and that was the first round we had we had we had no reason to believe that that was all oh, that's right game one of a six game winning streak and that's what happened. So just, hey, Beaver fam, if you hate Wayne Tinkle and you think he should be fired, I'm not even going to say you shouldn't think that or that you're wrong about it. But just suspend that thought for a little bit and remember that crazy shit happens in the month of March. And yep. ending Bobby Hurley's season and probably knocking him out, I'm doing really weird jazz hands. And you making probably a sound. hear it in the cadence it is of making my a voice. Sound. <laughs> I am a audio audibly your hands like are speaking my hands are speaking it's like a percussion coming from your hands exactly (laughs) because that's my hand my magic hands want to see us beat bobby no i don't think you actually understand what we're saying to the nit (laughs) no they actually are making sound yeah yeah that's what i (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm going to leave this in. Yeah. It's like when you turned into Daft Punk all of a sudden. <laughs> that was like, that was one of my favorite intros. Oh, man. Dude, I have not laughed that hard since. Here's what you need to know I have always been Daft Punk. Oh. Oh. Both and of you them. Know, you know, no, I've only been one of them. You know who the other one has been? Your hands. Ben Jack Terry. Harlow. Oh, Jack Who? Harlow, and that's Jack, Jack Har- and that's how I know I'm a better rapper than Jack Harlow. I thought you were gonna say Keaton Christic. As we used to like, Keaton Christic is our sound guy. <laughs> He's the guy who puts up the pyramids during the concerts. <laughs> uh, so go Beeves, go Tinkle, go Glenn Taylor Jr., go Jordan Pope, go Dexter Acano. Go win this thing. Let's win, go. Win, win one. Focus on that. Don't even worry about the next step until you climb the one in front of you. Get this win. Beat beat the Sun Devils. And then... Yeah. Forks down. You only got to win four. You got to win four. That's it. Yep. Yeah. No problemo. Hey, Chad, Jordan Pope finishing second uh, in the freshman scoring list all time. Yeah. Right. That's and pretty And then incredible. you just need to win six more. Wait, does the Pac-12 yeah. tournament count towards uh, his scoring? I don't think so. I don't think it does. It should. I think it does, actually. Because whoever's number one, the guy who went to go play at Purdue. Uh, Carson Cunningham, whatever. Yeah, Carson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Pac-12 tournament wasn't around when he was a freshman. Yeah, so? but they still count them as wins on the team's season. When you look, yeah, when you look at game logs on sports reference, they're included. Mm. I think they do count. Interesting. I don't know. I, I I don't think so. I think I saw a post. They count. They count. They count. They count. We're going to just count. count them. I am counting them. It's 2023. We can it's count 20. them. I'm a credentialed media member. <laughs> and I'm counting them. <laughs> Hey, Donovan Grant in Las Vegas. Magical things are going to happen. Don- oh, okay. What is the Donovan Grant vibes meter going into Vegas, Manny? It is 20 Donovan Grants rising up out of his seat because there's anticipation. <laughs> oh, is that like a, you're, you're seeing a buzzer beater in the future? Right. Yep. I'm Ooh. wearing a shirt right now. I don't know if you guys saw that. It's a yeah. Ric Flair shirt. It is a Ric Flair shirt. You're celebrating Luther Campbell and Ric Flair and Green Street hooligans on the same episode of Belligerent Beefs. Yeah, it's a vibe. Um, but I <laughs> feel like... It certainly is a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Ric Flair, his so famous this vibe quote. with my dad who went out for cigarettes and never came back. That's the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be better off without me. <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair, he's the Rolex wearing, woo, diamond ring wearing, woo, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, woo, son of a gun, woo, and he's having a hard time keeping these alligators down. That is what but I feel like exemplifies Donovan Grant in Las Vegas. It, it will be magical. It will be outrageous. And it could be upsetting to certain for certain teams. I don't understand anything you just said, but I love all of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like that's uh, the theme of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> real, really quick. Uh, baseball. Yay! One another, one another series. Yay! Yeah. Good, good, uh, good outings. Good, good job. Hey, they did the hit the ball, did the stuff. Uh, won, won the series three to one against the uh, Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. 
no san luis obispo san luis it's luis really yeah san luis obispo would you call it san san, san luis. luis obispo san, san luis it's l-u-i-s that's luis not luis but whatever if you want to bro i'm from california i know how to say san luis obispo <laughs> san luis <laughs> martin san luis Hey, shout out Jared Hunter, man. What an outing. Eight and two thirds. Did you just call him Jared Hunter? No, I said Jared Are you Hunter. you Pan or Pam? <laughs> and also, shout out Jared uh, Hunter. Setting up, setting up our dude Brownie for probably the easiest save of his career. One batter, 1K, second <laughs> save of the year. Great way to make a save, though. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Great yeah. way to make a save and a great uh, segue to remind you that there is Ryan Brown merch available mm. at belligerentbeeves.com slash merch slash Ryan Brown slash Goss Gotham slash buy that shit right now <laughs> slash the dugout is over there, my good sir. Yeah. <laughs> you look you look tired. Have a seat. That, we should make that into a hashtag. Uh, so, yeah, t- 10 and 2, <laughs> 10 and 2, Beavs. I think the respect is, is kicking up a little bit. I know uh, Micah McDowell hit his first uh, career home run as a Beav. I think it, I think he hit it to Mars, if, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, if the, med- the measurements far. were correct. Uh, and they uh, host uh, University of San Diego uh, in a one-gamer at Goss. Uh, today, yesterday, whenever you're listening to this, uh, Tuesday, March 7th. And, you know, those are the, we talked to Kevin Abel last week, Flex. Mm. He wants a hat. <laughs> Do we have Kevin's hat available yet, for gosh sakes? Uh, not publicly, but his uh, might be there now. His might be on his, his is on his way at least. It might Shout be there when he gets to uh, when he gets to the Reds complex tomorrow. It might be there. Is he? Are we sending him four hats in twelve days uh, in honor of four wins? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as you said, you you win the weekends. Uh, you're you're in the postseason. You you win the midweeks. You host the postseason. So. Uh, it put this early in the year, uh, early, you know, the second Tuesday of March, you know, it's, you don't really get the must win vibes up. And obviously if they drop this game against the Toreros, Toreros, San, San Diego, <laughs> hey, do not Midwest shame me for looking at LUIS and saying Luis instead of Lewis. That's like reversed. <laughs> You don't say St. Louis. St. Louis. That's yeah. not St. Louis is not spelled that way. Anyway. Beeves first USD at Goss on Tuesday, March 7th. That game is probably over by now. Uh, I'm just going to call it. The, the Beeves won. Ryan Brown got another save. Uh, I will say Brady Casper and Tanner Smith homered. Yeah, shout out Gavin Tanner. Turley, oh, well, Gavin Turley for sure play, or is Mitch going to rest him on a midweek? Uh, I'll say Kyle Dernetti, two for four. Oh, okay. Mm. I think Tanner Kyle Smith Dernetti. will be four for four with four grand slams. Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he'll throw out four guys trying to steal. Well, yeah, that that that's obvious. My prediction is by the end of the year, Micah McDowell will be widely considered to be the best McDowell to play baseball. Better than Whoa. Jack. Yeah. All right. All right. I like that. That's yep. a good prediction. Hey, Micah's yeah. shown some, I mean, stellar, stellar uh, Mike play. Micah's a baller. Yeah, I love he Micah. is. Yep, yep, me too. Now I was going to also pr- proclaim him to be the best Micah ever. Uh, yeah. I, my, <laughs> Micah McDowell. 
will be the Micah Parsons of the Alan Parsons project. I'll, I'll workshop that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just if, if you're the so transitive properties of names. To... 80, 82 minutes into this episode, I'm so not sorry. You know I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pac-12 play starting soon for softball. Uh, I don't think we were able to uh, share this uh, last week or touch on it last week, or if we even knew last week, I can't remember when uh, this was made, uh, brought to our attention, but Maddie Simon, out for the year. Yeah. Damn, yeah. the injury bug just, just biting everywhere. Savannah. Yeah. Maddie. No kidding. Massive contributors to last year's team. So this team is up against it in a way that almost no team ever is. So uh, keep fighting, ladies. We know Coach Berg going to have them ready to play. We know our girl Sarah is going to just be – dealing from the circle all season long uh but a lot, lot of ball left and take take care take care of these teams in the in the conference they're sitting at 500 right now so it's not like it's been complete disaster it just seems really fucking unfair and i and i feel for this team that really deserved this chance to try and do a, a, a back-to-back run together and yeah he's getting it robbed just, of it yeah it sucks. it's so early on too honestly though i'd rather i'd rather have these injuries happen early i don't know I, i've always gone back and forth on this personally where if i could if I, a team that i have you know major rooting interests in gets bit by the injury bug uh on what and what would be a promising season would you rather have that happen over time where they limp to the finish line and your expectations fall as the year progresses or would you rather have it happen all up front and be like well let's make the best of what we can i mean mm. i feel like it, i'm i would rather have the expectations get reset early and just say okay well we're gonna have a lot of different players playing when they uh, probably weren't anticipating it, when the coaches weren't anticipating needing them. We're going to have a lot of players that we were going to rely on not being able to uh, you know, be able to like, contribute to this team and their success this year and just see how the rest of the season goes and enjoy it for what it is. Um, but it, it does suck uh, to see all these injuries, and it just makes it a tough year. And I, and I feel bad for the players. And, I, and I, you know, they... They all say the same thing. That's the eerie part. And it, like, not in the way that it's like they're robotic or anything, but it's like they're just, you just see these posts and it makes your heart sink. And the minute you see them across Instagram, you're like, uh oh. And it's yeah. like, I hate to say this. I wish I was out there. I'm going to miss the season. And it's just like, what? And right. this isn't, doesn't feel normal. Um, but it's just sheer bad luck, and uh, I know the team will make the best of it, and no one's quitting on that roster right now, uh, but at the same point, like, it might be, it's worth just resetting expectations and looking at, uh, looking at the different players that are, that are able to contribute now, and, you know, feeling, feeling good for them that they've got that opportunity maybe a little earlier than they even anticipated. Yeah, for sure. Well, on that really happy note... <laughs> Spring football's in the air. Hey. Hey, you. I'm so hey. ready for the tail slap. <laughs> I'm so ready for the tail slap. Uh, Luke Musgrave to the Kansas City Chiefs in round one of the NFL drafts. I'm calling it right now. I will have a uh, post-combine NFL draft Beavs-themed update on the dive soon. I'm just sort of collecting my thoughts after everything that happened in Indy. But I do believe, I have a hunch that the Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, are in the market for the heir to Travis Kelsey's throne and that Luke Musgrave would be a great fit for that. Not a bad prediction. So, But I'll have more thoughts on that sometime, sometime in the future. 
Uh, so that'll be on the dive. And yeah, either either of you have anything else you want to get off your chest the before dive. we get out of here on it's episode eighty six? The dive's the dive's a lot. The dive's alive and well. It's just resting. Rest is good. <laughs> I was saying today, I was you know as the reason why I requested to move to this recording on Monday was being at the uh, women's Big Ten tournament in Minneapolis from Wednesday through Sunday. Uh, 13 games in five days, which was great, but I'm tired. Uh, we we need there needs to be a day in between Sunday and Monday that's like literally just rest. I agree. Like, Where you can just like lay on the couch and do and, nothing. And my my thing with that too is email and Instagram are also universally shut down on that day, oh. so that you can go out on that day off, but it has to be just like personally restorative. So you only end up going out if you truly want to, and not just be like, hey, we're at brunch. Belligerent brunch with the babies. Oh man, you got to learn to ignore those texts. I do ignore that shit normally. But I'm saying <laughs> I'm trying to think about mental health for my my fellow humans, Benny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we all get a true Sabbath where you can't even your your ability to brag about the grind or how cool you are is literally taken away from you. So you can only go to brunch or do anything cool if you truly believe that it's going to oh, help you. Oh, I see. That's what I'm uh, talking about. Oh, yeah. That makes so sense. So it's like, it's, I think, was it Google that, I don't know if Google still does this, but I think Google at one point had a thing for like employees where it was like after lunch on Fridays, it was literally work on whatever you want to work on. And it was like, it wasn't like go home and, or just go get shit faced, go to the bar at noon. But I think it was like, all right, there's. No restrictions, just like do whatever yeah. your creative spirit is is saying to you. And that led to a lot of people just like creating a lot of cool shit. That's the same thing. Or the, the same the same sentiment is yeah. you know, I feel like we need humans, we need a true just day for recovery. Yep. Um but yeah. And we would probably use it to podcast. <laughs> Which <laughs> takes up way more energy than it restores. So anyway, thank you all for tuning in to this 86th episode of the Belligerent Eves podcast. We're into March. We're in our second birthdays coming up. Oh man. Just about two months away. Ooh. We've gotta we've gotta make our party plans. I think I think we should go to Australia. I'm down. I would second that. We we need to leave now. So it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great uh the belligerent beeves are entering the terrible twos. If you thought we were obnoxious already. Oh, there are so wow. many are so many more Ric Flair shirts and West Ham United hats coming. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again to our friends at Team Headed and special shout outs to Maddie Dagan and Ryan Brown. Check out their merch line at belligerentbeeves.com slash merch my name is terry horseman at terry horseman on twitter and at terrence horseman on instagram i've been joined on this episode as always by my two best friends in beaver fandom jp bertram at jp bertram on instagram and at the underscore trill underscore j because he's too trill to be real folks too trill and too good at freestyles against jack harlow i said it <laughs> I fucking said it. And up in Tacoma, Washington, who will be hanging out with me in Seattle this week, Benjamin Lawrence Sebastian Weehage at BennyL1986 on the social media channels. He is Benny with the good quaff, also known as Benny Burner, Benny Bedlam, because he's fucking crazy, folks. Benny Bull Game, Benny Blastoff. 
Benny hanging with Betsy on Etsy and all other kinds <laughs> of crazy craft shit. Our favorite Benny, who's not Benny the Beaver. Uh, uh, you can follow the show at Belligerent on Twitter, at Belligerent Beavs on Instagram, uh, at Belligerent Beavs on Mastodon Plus, uh, at Belligerent Beavs on uh, the Apple Plus app, broadcasting MLS games uh, from <laughs> from now on. Uh, Benny, Benny and I have Timbers loons coming up, where we'll just be swearing at each other the entire time. No <laughs> one's going to tune in, and that's the reason Major League Soccer can't get ahead in this country. <laughs> tune in that's why. again and next week follow <laughs> us on all the social medias go to belligerentbees.com interact with it join our patreon uh give the show one two three four five stars please on apple or spotify or wherever please. you get your podcast and please take a moment right now recommend the show to a friend there are 100 million oregon state fans in the world and right now only 99 million of them regularly listen to the belligerent beast podcast we want to get that last 100 million into the find Beaver them family. find them catch them text them the link to this episode right now and then text the link to last week's episode because we talked to kevin abel four wins in 12 days pretty cool <laughs> omaha legend omaha legend he owns omaha actually he's been the mayor of omaha for the last five years he just didn't know it <laughs> he's so the shit. true oracle of omaha i was supposed to be doing some city planning day. like and she's just just like, oh, God, Kevin, there's so many potholes that need to be fixed. I didn't even know. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, so from all of us at the Blizzard Beast Podcast, thank you for listening. We'll see you again next week. Uh, and remember, remember, no matter what, no matter how hard life gets, no matter how hard it snows, no matter how uh, cold it gets in March, sometimes it snows in April, but you can never, ever, 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 ever spell chop them without hope. So chop them. Chop them. Chop them. Bring back Bernice. And woo!